Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday, and this is the last week of the church year. Since this Thursday is Thanksgiving Day, I thought it would be great if we could add uh, all of our prayers of Thanksgiving uh, together. So send me uh, what you are thanking God for this week, and I'll write it into our prayers a little later in the week. You can also send along something that you're praying for when we think about sort of the larger things that are going on in the world or in our congregation or community or around us. Uh, email uh, prayer of thanksgiving, prayer of supplication uh, to Pastor Jim2006 at iCloud.com. And now we begin our time of prayer together today. In silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from 2 Samuel, chapter 1. After the death of Saul, when David had returned from defeating the Amalekites, David remained two days in Ziklag. On the third day, a man came from Saul's camp with his clothes torn and dirt on his head. When he came to David, he fell on the ground and did obeisance. David said to him, Where have you come from? And he said to him, I have escaped from the camp of Israel. David said to him, How did things go? Tell me. He answered, The army fled from the battle, but also many of the army fell and died, and Saul and his son Jonathan also died. Then David asked the young man who was reporting to him, How do you know that Saul and his son Jonathan died? The young man reporting to him said, I happened to be on Mount Gilboa, and there was Saul leaning on his spear, while the chariots and the horsemen drew close to him. When he looked behind him, he saw me and called to me. I answered, Here, sir. And he said to me, Who are you? I answered him, I am an Amalekite. He said to me, Come, stand over here and kill me, for convulsions have seized me, and yet my life still lingers. So I stood over him and killed him, for I knew that he could not live after he had fallen. I took the crown that was on his head and the armlet that was on his arm, and I have brought them here to my Lord. Then David took hold of his clothes and tore them. 
and all the men who were with him did the same. They mourned and wept and fasted until evening for Saul and for his son Jonathan and for the army of the Lord and for the house of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. David said to the young man who reported to him, Where do you come from? He answered, I am the son of a resident alien in Amalekite. David said to him, Were you not afraid to lift your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed? Then David called one of the young men and said, Come here and strike him down. So he struck him down and he died. David said to him, Your blood be on your head, for your own mouth has testified against you, saying, I have killed the Lord's anointed. David intoned this lamentation over Saul and his son Jonathan. He ordered that the song of the bow be taught to the people of Judah. It is written in the book of Jashar. He said, Your glory, O Israel, lies slain upon your high places. How the mighty have fallen. Tell it not in Gath, proclaim it not in the streets of Ashkelon, or the daughters of the Philistines will rejoice, and the daughters of the uncircumcised will exult. Your mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew or rain upon you, nor bounteous fields. For there the shield of the mighty was defiled, the shield of Saul anointed with oil no more. From the blood of the slain, from the fat of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan did not turn back, nor the sword of Saul return empty. Saul and Jonathan, beloved and lovely, in life and in death they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles, they were stronger than lions. O daughters of Israel, weep over Saul, who clothed you with crimson in luxury, who put ornaments of gold on your apparel. How the mighty have fallen in the midst of the battle. Jonathan lies slain upon your high places. I am distressed for you, my brother Jonathan. Greatly beloved were you to me. Your love to me was more wonderful, passing the love of women. How mighty, how the mighty have fallen, and weapons of war perished. The book of 2 Samuel opens where 1 Samuel ended. Saul and his sons are dead on Mount Gilboa. Israel is defeated. David is in his town among the Philistines. When news reaches David of Saul's death, we are right to be more than a little suspicious of what appears to be a self-serving report that hopes to tempt David into both claiming the throne for himself and, and then rewarding the messenger as if he were some kind of agent or emissary sent by David. The story this messenger tells of Saul's death and of his own decisive role in it differs from the account that we heard just a chapter before. While this messenger is expecting some kind of a reward, his own words condemn him without him knowing. What he has confessed to doing is killing the king, stripping him of the signs of his office, and taking them to give over to David. And while he might think that David would be appreciative and reward him, even promote him or bring him close, and while any other ruthless warlord who desired to be king might commend the work of this messenger and give him what he was looking for. David, however, as scrupulously defended the Lord's anointed, refused to kill Saul on more than one occasion. So David, instead of rewarding him, orders the man to be killed. But it is David's passionate psalm of grief over Saul and Jonathan that once again shows David's true heart and character. 
Now is not a time for him to be opportunistic or to seize the throne that's set before him. David has waited on the Lord so far. He has time, as is only right, to mourn and to lead his people and his nation in mourning the death of Saul, Jonathan, his brothers, as well as the many that have been lost in battle. David reminds us that in times of turmoil, change, and transition, we are faced with many times when lament and grief over what has been lost is overwhelming, and we need to stop and take stock and mark that time before we can move on to what's coming next. Before we can move on to what's coming next, we have to take time to mourn and to grieve over what has been lost. David has been extremely close to Saul and his family. He he is, or he was, Saul's son-in-law. His best friend was Saul's son, Jonathan, and even though he was Saul's biggest rival, he remained loyal and true to Saul out of love and respect for God and God's anointed and for his nation as well. We find ourselves at the end of this year surrounded by loss and grief again. Reports are coming out now that tell us that more people have died of COVID-19 in 2021 than died in 2020. Reports last week told us that more than 100,000 people died of drug overdoses between April 2020 and April of 2021. And it seems that almost everyone is mourning the death of someone that they love. David David shows us how to grieve. He shows us that deep felt grief properly expressed can be a powerful extension of the love that binds us to those who have died. We may want to ignore the pain. We may want to just move on. But these rituals and expressions of mourning are important to our soul as well as our body. What's more, it is a way of reminding ourselves and anyone who listen that love and respect and and faithfulness are more important than the power or ambition or anything else in this world. So what are you thankful for this week? That is the question of the week. It may just turn out to be that what we are most thankful for this year is the memory of lives we have shared with those who have died. Even a day of national thanksgiving can become a place of both mourning and healing, and our prayers of thanksgiving can be mixed with tears of gratitude. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the people and the mission of St. Paul's Lutheran Church and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every place and in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries that are ravaged by strife or warfare, for the sick and for those who tend to them, care for them, and bring healing to them, for all who work for peace and international harmony, and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. You have good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.